Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. Tonight's Toddcast is going to be about light. We're calling it Reflecting Light tonight. Reflecting Light, okay? So I need to ask you a question to start this off. Kids and grown-ups, this is for everybody. Did you ever reflect light off a watch or something shiny on your wrist and, and reflect it across the room or... In someone's eyes. We can be honest. Yeah. You ever reflect light off of a watch into someone's eyes? Ever do that when the sunlight hits your watch at the perfect angle? Thank you. Joel's the one. I used to do, I think they used to think that was fun, that I could, I could reflect light from my watch into someone's eyes or onto someone's body. Because it's always fun to think that you can shine light and control light. I don't know. For some reason, I found that interesting. You guys remember the laser lights? When I was a little kid, we had those laser lights. Those things were always a lot more fun and even a little dangerous, aren't they? The laser lights can be a little dangerous. But it, it helped you feel a little powerful that you had a light and you could control light. Because some, there's something about controlling light that makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel significant. Well, it was even humorous as a young boy to sort of play pranks on my brother and sister by reflecting light or shining a laser light on them without them knowing. I used to enjoy that. I was a little prankster as a kid, so I like to prank people. And then I remember doing it one time in a, in a bigger gathering, and I got in trouble. Because I was doing it when we should have been serious, like we're supposed to be right now. And I was, I was doing the reflecting light gag, and I got in trouble for that. That wasn't a good thing. But it's often humorous to be able to shine light onto people without them expecting. But there's something about light that can actually be offensive. Is that true? Light can be offensive. Let me give you another example. Have you Did you hear that? That's exactly my illustration. Have you ever been sleeping in the darkness and someone busts into your room and turns the light on without any warning at all? Right? That's annoying. We can call it what it is. That's annoying and it's offensive. You feel like a vampire shriveling up from the light, you know, because you don't want anything to do with it. Because light in the in, in, in a certain context can be can be annoying. It can be offensive. Well, guess who has control over the light of the world? Do you guys know who has control over the light of the world? Who is it? The person who gives the light of the world. And who has he given it to? Us. In fact, did you know that he calls us the light of the world? In Matthew chapter 5, he says this. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, because that would be silly. But on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Christians are supposed to shine the light into the darkness. We are. That's our goal. That's one of our greatest purposes as being a Christian, is to take the light that we have, and shine it into the darkness. That is an enormous responsibility. Because number one, the world will not see the light of Jesus if we don't. It's that simple. They're in darkness. If we don't take the light and shine it into the darkness, they perhaps may never see the light, ever. So that's an enormous responsibility. But also for number two, when we reflect the light into the darkness, some people might not like that. Because just in an illustration about turning the light on when you're asleep or just waking up, that's offensive. 
To those who got used to the darkness, light is offensive. So, yes, that's very true. Light can be offensive to those people who are in the darkness. So, based on those two things, maybe it's better if we keep the light to ourselves. Thank you, Ron. Ron's shaking his head, going, that would be dumb, that would be silly. No, because here's why. Here's why we don't keep the light to ourselves. The other options are unthinkable. Let me tell you what they are, okay? The other options for keeping the light to ourselves are unthinkable. Number one, if we don't shine the light in the darkness, these people might remain in the darkness forever. It's that simple. They might remain in what's called eternal darkness. Now, in some prisons, I think they still do this, for those really bad prisoners inside a prison, they will put them in a place called solitary confinement. Now, back in the day, I don't know if they still do this, but back in the day, they would actually stick them in a dark, closed cell all by themselves for hours. It was like prison inside of prison for those really bad prisoners. And it was supposed to be a little bit torturous. It was supposed to let you know that whatever you did, don't do that again. Because there's something about darkness that plays on our minds. If we're in darkness too long, something will go bad. So number one reason we can't hide the light, we can't conceal the light, is because these people who are in the darkness might remain there forever. Number two, though, if we act ashamed of the light of Jesus, we're going to have to stand before that Jesus one day and own up to that reality that we were ashamed of his light. And I know nobody wants that. In fact, in Luke 9, Jesus said this very thing. He said in verse 26, Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory, in the glory of his Father and of the holy angels. Can you imagine that? Think about it just for a moment. The Lord coming back and being ashamed of you. Ashamed that you were his people. That you had his light and you wasted it. You neglected it. You hid it. Now the light may be offensive to the world, but the lack of shining the light is offensive to who? God. The king of kings. Who would we rather offend? The world or God? That answer should be very, very easy, right? We would rather offend the world. Plus, people, what happens is once you shine the light enough, sometimes people get used to the light and even desire the light. And you know how I know that's true? Because you did. And I did. The light came to me, and I, not only did I get used to the light, but I actually started to desire the light, even though I once was in pure darkness. Now, we need to understand that shining the light of Jesus is not an option, okay? It's a commandment. We are commanded to shine the light of Jesus, and either we shine it or we're in disobedience to Jesus, and you could even take it this far. We hurt those who need that light. But here's the question that we're going to finish on tonight, because I think we all agree with that. That's probably preaching to the choir, as they call it, going, yes, pastor, nice reminder, light is good and we should share the light. The question that we often get tripped up on is, how? How do we shine the light of Jesus? I get that question probably more than any other question as a pastor. How do I share the gospel? How do I proclaim the light? How do I take the light that I have and share it to a dark world that doesn't really want it? Well, before I give you five ways on how to share the light, I'm going to give you four ways of how not to shine the light of Jesus Christ, okay? And this also works with physical light. So think about this. Here's the number one way not to shine the light of Jesus. Like a jerk. 
Because people don't need any more reasons to be offended by the light, correct? I don't have to be aggressive and angry and vicious in my attempts of shining the light of Jesus. The light is already offensive by itself, okay? It does not need my spice, okay? So the one, number one way not to shine the light of Jesus is don't shine it like a jerk. Number two way to not shine the light of Jesus is with pride or self-glory. Because it's not about us. It's, we're humble servants with a powerful light. That's exactly what a Christian is. Humble servant but with a really mighty, powerful torch. So the second way to not shine the light of Christ is with pride or self-glory. It's not about us. It's about, it's about him. It's about the light of Jesus Christ. Number three way not to shine the light of Jesus Christ is, and this one can be a little controversial, continuing to shine the light in someone's face after being told to please shine it elsewhere. <laughs> now, I've experienced this before because I was very zealous in my early days of being a Christ follower, and I wanted to win the world. So I remember taking the light and shining it right in people's eyes, no matter if they wanted it or not. I remember certain people telling me, Todd, no thank you. I don't want it. Shine it elsewhere. And I had to learn a lesson. I had to learn that it's good to wait for a better season. It's good to wait for God to soften a heart first so that the light can come in powerfully. So when someone tells you and they're very clear with you, very abrupt with you, take that light and shine it elsewhere, maybe you should. For that time, for that season. That doesn't mean give up. We'll come back to that. Number four way not to shine the light of Jesus Christ is hypocritically. Hypocritically. Acting like we have the light when we're living just like the world is not going to be profitable. Because the world can obviously see the same things that we can see, okay? If we're acting like we have light and hope and joy and we live exactly like the world, they can see through that. And that will take away the ability for them to see the light, the desire for the light, because... We're just like them. We talk the same way. We do the same things. We're exactly the same way. But we're telling them we have forgiveness and eternal life and all of these things. That's what's called hypocrite. We have to make sure the two match. Now, I understand that doesn't mean we have to be flawless in all things, okay? I don't think the world is even expecting that. But they are expecting consistency. And we'll come back to that as well. So here's five ways how to shine the light of Jesus Christ. And I wish I could flush these out even more, but we're simply going to dip our toes into the water tonight. Number one is purposefully. How to shine the, light, shine the light of Jesus Christ is wake up with a direct objective from your Lord that we must shine the light of Christ. Okay, In fact, that's kind of what this church is supposed to be doing here in Crossroads Church. We live in a very dark community, a very dark world, and we have a very profound light. We need to wake up every single day with a direct objective from Christ to go out and shine. And that can be done in your speech and your action, correct? Here's number two way. How to shine the light of Jesus Christ is with kindness and love. With kindness and love. Because the light is good. The light is good. And we want to put people in the best possible position to receive this gift from God. Let me give you an illustration of that. The other day I went and took my two-year-old son to the doctor. And it was one of those times that he needed one of those dreaded shots. One of the shot trips. And so the nurse practitioner came in and she had to give, the, she had to give Thurman a shot. And we were all bracing for impact for that one because <laughs> Thurman's a strong-willed boy. Um, but this nurse practitioner was very, very kind, very sweet, very good with children. And she put Thurman in the best possible position to receive something that he didn't want. And it went very well. He didn't cry hardly at all because she took a very gentle and compassionate approach. I think that's a really great way to share the gospel in the light of Jesus Christ with kindness and love. 
Because what we're sharing with them is a very, very good thing. Number three, with prayer. Now, here's the thing about light is we could shine it into people's eyeballs, but guess what we can't do? Shine it into their hearts. Who can do that? Only God can do that. So I can shine the light right into someone's eyeball and offend them, but the only one who can bet it in the heart is God himself. So one of the best ways to share the gospel is to simply pray before, while you're doing it even, and ask the Lord to do what only he can do and to take that light into to bring it inside. Number four, we kind of brought up already, is with consistency. We need to make sure that we're walking in the light before we desire to give that light to somebody else. That light had better work for us first before we start to give it out to other people. And so make sure that that's something in your life. We're not talking flawlessness. We're not, not talking blemish-free perfectly. But we're talking about consistency. Are you walking in the light? Is it good for you? And if so, you'll want your neighbor to have that as well. The last one is the most important one we're talking about tonight is shine the light of God together. Together. This is a corporate goal. This is a together goal. We all, as Crossroads Church, have to take the one light, as you talked about in your passages, one God, one faith, one baptism, one Holy Spirit, and shine it in the dark community. That means we have to do it together, the whole body working together. If it's just Pastor Todd or just a few in the church doing it, I don't think we're going to make that great of an impact. But if we all make it a purposeful objective of Crossroads Church to shine the light, I think the Littleton and the surrounding area is going to see that light. And if we're in Jesus and we have the light that the world needs, and we do and it does, then Jesus is pleased when we shine it and lost ships or lost souls who are in the darkness right now may see that light and come home to their creator and their God. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.